Hi. You probably don't know me, but odds are you feel bad for me. You see, I'm Prospector's wife, Tara. I know what you're thinking. Oh, that poor woman. The truth is, he's the sweetest guy. Most of the time. But when he starts rambling... Yeah, you have no idea. It's actually far worse than you can imagine. In fact, here's a little taste of my world. It's time for Prospector's Picky Pet Peeves on Rock 107. All right, let's get into it. WBRE-TV has this thing on their weather called Futurecast. Yeah, Futurecast. What do they think forecast means? You don't need to come up with some cutesy way to say it's about the future. That's what forecast implies. You don't do a forecast about yesterday's weather. That's called a report. Futurecast. Forecast means in the future. Yambags. Uh, all right. I looked at a menu for a restaurant online the other day and immediately decided I wouldn't be eating there because they'd listed off-site catering menu and an on-site catering menu. Well, all catering is off-site. It's the freaking definition. Catering is the business of providing food service at a remote site. You cannot, by definition, do catering on-site. So when I saw they had an on-site catering menu, I'm like, oh, I can't eat there. Seriously? <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. And uh, throwing away air. Yeah, it happens in my house all the time. Outside of me, no one ever breaks down a box or crushes cans or water bottles. They just toss them in the garbage of the recycling bin. And then they bitch that they fill up so quickly. We're throwing away air. You want to fit more in the can? Crush things. Flatten them out a bit. Stop throwing away air. More will fit. Seems simple enough to me. Uh, all right. You think that was bad? Try living with him. Love you, honey. Mean it. My wife made me watch them. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Okay, that's not fair. Uh, my wife wanted to watch the Emmys. She's always awesome about me watching Rams football or Rangers hockey and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, of course, watch the Emmys. Use the big screen TV downstairs. I'll go upstairs and watch the uh, football game, the Eagles game last night. But I didn't make it that far. I ended up watching most of the Eagles game on my iPad, and I watched the Emmys, probably because it started off strong with Anthony Anderson as the host. I thought he was great. But one of the show's highlights was early on, too. Christina Applegate coming out to present an award and getting a standing O and then joking about the crowd shaming her. She's an Emmy winner and a nominee again tonight. It is my honor to introduce Christina Applegate. Thank you so much. Oh my God. You're totally shaming me with disability by standing up. It's fine. Okay. Um. <laughs> As I mentioned, Anthony Anderson was the host. I think he did a great job. He recruited his mama, Doris, who quite frankly is on everything with him, to cut people off when their acceptance speeches went too long. Seriously, Doris was sitting in the audience near the front, and when people went too long, she stood up and told them to wrap it up. Normally, on award shows, we do what's called playoff music, which everyone tends to ignore. This year, I've got something that nobody can ignore. My mama. Tonight, my mama, she is going to be the Emmy's playoff mama. Now, when you see my mama coming... Just thank Jesus and your family and wrap it up. And I don't want nobody to get disrespectful with my mama because my mama is from the west side of Chicago and she can throw them hands. Shut up. That's enough. Mama. All right, you're supposed to be yelling at the other people, not at me, not in the middle of the monologue. The time's up, baby. Cut to the chase. 
right. See yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and it was funny. Jennifer uh, Coolidge was winning uh, for White Lotus, and she faced a wrath. But as funny as the bit was, John Oliver made it even better when his show last week tonight won an enemy for Outstanding Scripted Variety Series. He thanked all the appropriate people and then said, quote, I'm not leaving without getting played off by Anthony Anderson's mom. I am not leaving without getting played off by Anthony Anderson's mom. So I'm going to start reading off the names of the Liverpool football team in goal. Alison Becker. Then you got Trent Alexander-Arnold. Then you got Virgil van Dijk, obviously. Oh, she's not here. I can get through the whole team then. Baby, oh, I, I would like to thank Jesus and my family. Thank okay. you. <laughs> okay. Uh, lots of big winners on the night. Elton John, who wasn't at the ceremony but completed his EGOT when he got a concert special Emmy for Elton John Live Farewell from Dodger Stadium. Uh, the night's big winners Succession, The Bear with six wins, and Limited Series Beef with five. So to recap, The Bear on TV, huge winner. The Bears on a football field, not so much. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. The 75th annual Primetime Emmy Awards were last night. The In Memoriam segment featured the Rams, the Eagles, Dallas Cowboys, and Cleveland Browns. CVS began closing pharmacies in Target. Target customers are too busy beating the hell out of each other for pink Stanley tumblers to notice. Three New York City subways have derailed in the past month. Fortunately, New Yorkers are used to train wrecks thanks to the Jets. It's 60 minutes meets gone in 60 seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Is this something that needs to stop or are a few grouches just ruining the fun? Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. The federal government is ordering states to stop putting funny messages on highway signs. Talking about the light up signs that normally say things like buckle up, don't drink and drive, alive, alive, things like that. Studies have shown that messages that include humor or pop culture references can be good because you're more likely to remember them. Some states even let you submit your own ideas, but the Department of Transportation at a federal level claims they can also be dangerous, take longer to read, and cause crashes due to distracted driving. And they also can confuse people. The feds recently updated their 1,100-page manual and said states have two years to comply with the new regulation and stop posting funny messages. So goodbye to signs like tailgating is for football, not highways. Or visiting in-laws? Slow down. Get there late. Lots of turn signal ones, too. Don't be a stinker. Use your blinker. That's gone. Does your blinker not work or what? Gone. Turn signals are the original instant message. Not going to see it anymore. Or like the Ghostbuster reference sign. Who are you going to call? Nobody because you're driving. They're out. Remember that Christmas sign in Ohio? Life is fragile, drive safe, classic, right? Yeah, gone. Now, thanks to the feds, no more of those clever references. It's like they're saying no fun allowed on the freeway. So get ready for a more serious commute, okay? Two years from now, as you're driving down 81, those signs will be as dry as the Sahara. And the only thing funny on the road will be your attempt to parallel park. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. An 80-year-old man in India passed away, or that's what everyone thought. On his way to the funeral, the car hit a pothole, and suddenly he came to life. He had been on a ventilator. Last I heard, he was breathing on his own again. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. 
He's quirky and cranky, and that makes for a lot of awkward interactions. What a jerk. Help Prospector learn from his mistakes. It's time for Am I a Jerk on Rock 107. Am I a jerk? I flew back to Northeast PA, a crowded terminal, one open seat next to an old lady. She's smiling. I sit next to her. I grab my snack. After a couple of minutes, she said, could you watch my bag so I can run to the restroom? I'm like, no, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I said, just take the bag with you. The woman laughed and said, that's okay. I'm just going to leave it here anyway. You can just keep an eye on it. Thanks. She left. So then I got up and left too. I went and got a coffee. When I came back, she angrily confronted me. I thought you were going to watch my bag. I said, I told you, no. Does that make me a jerk? Sherry says, no. I wouldn't want a stranger watching my bag. If she was that worried about it, a stranger taking it, why let a stranger watch it? What do you think? Am I a jerk? I don't think you're a jerk because with everybody being so sue happy anymore, she could have said you tampered with her bag while she was gone. See, that's right. I could have got myself sued and I didn't even know it, right? Exactly. They would have kicked you off the plane. You wouldn't have gone where you were going. It would have been pandemonium and I would have been in trouble. Jack says, no, she could have taken the purse with her uh, while she was gone. So you're not a jerk. Mike simply says, yes, you're a jerk. What do you think? Rock 107. Yeah, this prospector? Yes, it is. Yeah, definitely not a jerk. Not a jerk. How come? Don't know what's in that bag. You know, Grandma could have been moving meth. I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. Rock 107. Yes, you are a jerk. Now, why is that? Because you couldn't wait five minutes to watch her bag, and you got out, you went out of your way to get up when she left. I mean, I know you told her no, you don't want to watch her bag, but still, you went out of your way to get up and go. I did get out of my way. I'm like, that's it. I'm getting up and leaving. I was trying to be passive-aggressive and teach her a lesson, I guess. Uh, Kathleen says, there's signs all over the airport warning against us that you're not a jerk. Pam, I'm going to go with jerk this time. It seems neighborly. Uh, Christine says, my husband and I just got back from a trip to Florida, and I remember hearing announcements multiple times saying, don't leave your bags with anyone. You are not a jerk. What do you think, Rock 107? No, absolutely not. I mean, that lady was the jerk, if you ask me, because really, all the things that could possibly happen and get yourself in the jam. Plus, she doesn't know me. I could have been some kind of malcontent ne'er-do-well and took it when she was gone. Well, I think there's a lot of things we can call you, but I think you're not a jerk this way. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm sure there is a lot of things you can call me. In the question today of, am I a jerk for refusing to watch a woman's bag at the airport? Then, when she left it for me to watch, getting up and getting a coffee, just so I wouldn't have to watch it. Does that make me a jerk? Northeast PA, you've answered, and the answer is overwhelmingly, I am not a jerk. Ladies and gentlemen, grab the kids, call your neighbors, and gather around the radio. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. We uncover the most baffling, ridiculous, pathetic, cockeyed, laughable, preposterous blunders in the world of misdeeds. Nominee number one. No one likes to be stuck in rush hour traffic. Doesn't matter if you're an adult going home from work, a bored kid in the backseat, or a retail theft ring. Four people robbed a Bloomingdale's in Washington, D.C. last week and got away with more than $4,500 in designer handbags. Then they hopped in an SUV and sped off. They didn't get too far, though, before things slowed down because they were making their getaway on a D.C. interstate at 5 p.m. on a Friday, and the rush hour traffic was heavy. Cops were able to comb through the other vehicles and catch up with the crew. They pulled the vehicle over, apprehended all four thieves, and recovered the stolen bags. 
The thieves were charged with grand larceny, conspiracy to commit larceny, and larceny with intent to sell. Nominee number two. I'd probably go for the first option here, but who knows? With inflation, that generic Flonase might cost like 600 bucks someday. A guy in East Texas named Roderick Jackson is suing Walmart and demanding $100 million, or he says he'll take unlimited free shopping for life. He filed the suit on Monday last week and claims they violated his civil rights after he was accused of shoplifting from a Walmart in Nebraska back in 2021. He says he was racially profiled and falsely accused of stealing and that he suffered emotional stress along with physical pain when he was put in handcuffs. He's demanding $100 million or the ability to walk into any Walmart for the rest of his life and take whatever he wants. Unfortunately, he may not have much of a case. He filed a similar lawsuit back in 2021 that was dismissed. Walmart put out a statement saying they don't tolerate discrimination and they'll be asking the court to dismiss any claims that are without merit. And the winner is... The thieves who robbed a D.C. store at 5 p.m. on a Friday and got caught in rush hour traffic. You guys got to learn to plan better. You're also the yam bags of the day. And we'll move on to Friday's yam bag of the week competition. Keep it here. Weekday mornings for all of the nominees for Prospector's yam bag of the day on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 530 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.